0: The journal is brought to you by Treason Don't just blend Become Splitting image taxidermy Worth remembering Maxis tires Covering pH's over any terrain Magnum archery Black widow broadheads Always deadly Carbon core arrows 100% premium carbon PH Toolbox Helping you make your own adventure It's a good sound to hear when You sit down after a hell of a long week And you hear that first beer crack on a Sunday afternoon It's wonderful to have Welcome guys, welcome to the next installment of uh, the, The Journal podcast. Um I'm your host, Dylan Love from PH Journals. Sorry, yeah. The environments change on a daily basis if you are watching this on YouTube. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it hasn't been easy. Uh you know, mobile moving around from, from place to place. But uh yeah, very it's been an interesting couple of weeks, but yeah we're here and uh, i'm just loving the episode so yeah guys last week if you guys tuned in and if you haven't yet i would appreciate you go and have a look at uh, we haven't uploaded the youtube video yet of uh, my actual podcast with doug uh, cockcroft from splitting image taxidermy what an incredible experience it was just to be part of the whole um, setup and just just run through everything i think as a professional hunter it's it's probably one of the most important places to be um after the hunt like i said and i keep telling the younger generation that um your job as a professional hunter is not done until that animal is safely up on the wall at your client's house and unfortunately it's it's a long process Um, but the guys at splitting image have really nailed it down to a great um time frame as well as delivering on exceptional work quality so yeah just once again just a big thank you to doug and the whole team of splitting image sexy doing me. i met so many great guys there that were just willing to help and really just made me understand more about the incredible work that they've been doing so feeling very very blessed well guys this week's episode um it's basing there's two parts to it so I'm I'm basing most of my podcasting uh, in this episode on as a professional hunter, and what all the latest installments that have happened over the past, call it since since January. Obviously, the developments in Ukraine and um, you know, obviously breaking out of COVID. Uh, recovering from a 20 you know the the 2021 season Um, what do i see for the future as far as ph is concerned and then from a client's basis what where clients can step up help out um do things that they wouldn't regularly do um, especially in south africa and talking about experiences and, and what this means as a whole for the industry and why it's such an important topic to discuss so before we get into it um this past week I woke up to the news that we had received 50,000 downloads and I can't stress that enough 50,000 downloads on the last five episodes that I have done on the journal that's incredible guys and I just want to say a very big thank you to everybody that has supported me on this journey and when I say support I mean liking sharing getting involved in the posts um, downloading the, the the podcast to listen to you know we've just opened up advertising now myself and the team we've sat down and we realized that we've grown quite a bit in the past couple of years and it's safe now for us to openly advertise safari companies gear um <clears throat> whether it be another podcast just different ideas that involve the industry and and where we can benefit taxidermies and stuff so yeah as we sit here today uh, i look back Uh, to obviously 2020 where everything where my whole life just turned upside down completely and reminisce on on how we've managed to turn it around in the space of two years and it's it hasn't been easy it really hasn't and still not it's there's a lot of obstacles in the way um there's a lot of decisions that i've had to make um but i'm so fortunate with 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 a lot of things that i've got good people backing me um and they have, the, you know, like I said, um, when I left um, my last employer, the, the 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 opportunities that have arisen from those from closing that one door have just been endless. And I'm forever grateful for that because I sit here today and I can hold my shoulders high and proud about uh, what we've achieved as a team, as a PH journals team. And then as well, what our name and our company represents out in the industry, which is seemingly only very very good thing so i'm very very proud of that and um i'm exceptionally fortunate with the team i've got behind me as well as a lot of people that have backed me this far so yeah fifty thousand downloads i'm super stoked so if you guys are interested in advertising in this space um yeah it's it's kind of a tricky one because as far as the south african perspective is concerned 75 percent of most of the downloads are coming from overseas so usa and europe um if you are an american company that would like to advertise on this podcast we've got a whole host of different um, ways that things can be done through paypal Um, we've got a different range of packages that are up for grabs where there's small little time slots at the beginning middle and end of the podcast or if it's actually sponsoring the whole show so yeah, we're going to we're going to crack on, give it a go and uh yeah, I just I just honestly just love doing what I'm doing. So um yeah, very very special time. Sorry guys, I'm going to be referring in and out of my phone the whole time. Um I just wanted to also just touch base Class Mats, um, the agricultural, they doing an auction at large school Hunklip, uh, that's the junior school Hunklip side of things, um, and I was very fortunate to be asked to come along and, and have the fortunate opportunity to um, host my store there, uh, PH Toolbox, so, um, yeah so it's on the twenty second of April just a big shout out to the ho- everybody at classmates Large school hunt club. Um just getting Fle central and uh of course swift fear um just thank you so much for really organizing this incredible event uh there's a lot of hunting packages that are up for grabs if you' are South african if you are in the area please head along to large school hunt club junior school hunt club and um we will yeah there's just it's going to be like a little farmer's market uh vibe it's pretty cool and um, there's going to be a lot of stores and then obviously ending off with the big auctions on some of the hunts i'll definitely be there for some meeting and greeting and as well obviously lifting my hand on a couple of those hunting packages so i'm super excited about that so yeah if you guys are in the queenstown area please hit me up on any one of the social media platforms if you want to find out more i will tag Uh, I will be doing an Instagram post about them and you guys can contact them directly for any other information. But yeah, huge opportunity for me as PH Journals, as well as my online store PH Toolbox. So really excited about that. And once again, big shout out to um, Classmates Agricultural Association together with Large School Hunt Club. Thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity. Okay. And then lastly, before we get into the topic, Stellenbrug, um this is the drink that I'll be drinking today. Uh, there's no association as of yet. We have contacted them, so I'm pretty excited about this one. But this the reason why I'm mentioning this is this ties into the podcast today as far as experience is concerned. This is a craft beer, zero sugar, uh zero carbohydrates if I believe. Um Uh, which is pretty cool nice light beer to drink out in the bush around the campfire Um, often guys come back for lunch before they have their afternoon naps and are wanting a really really light beer this is beautiful very very light doesn't make you give you doesn't give you that bloated feel Um, and then of course once you have your nap (laughs) you can go out and uh, safely um, hunt your animals so yeah really incredible be a big shout out to Stellenbro. well guys with that being said um the world's lost its mind (laughs) quite frankly um yeah but i'm i'm kind of excited to talk about this topic because um i've been to a couple of places now obviously uh with not being hunting as much as what i was last year i've had the fortunate opportunity to go around to a lot of farmers and a lot of um people within the industry obviously to utilize their lands to put packages together for guys if they would like to come out with me and hunt south africa and and it's it's raised a lot of questions as far as what the industry uh, holds and, and and what the future holds for us, especially as a professional hunter. And this was an interesting topic that came up the other day. And we actually, I, I went there for a morning drive around to scout out the property and we landed up staying there for supper. So uh, the conversation was good. The banter was good. And uh, yeah, very, very blessed to have uh, met such a wonderful family. But people honestly look... Especially in South Africa, they've got this perspective, perception of professional hunting um, sort of taking a dip. There's a lot of professional hunters out there. The market is saturated, but what they're saying by that is that it's almost coming, almost becoming unsustainable to make a living as a professional hunter. And in some ways, that is so true. I mean, obviously, with the whole craziness about the Ukraine war. Um, what russia are doing to the oil prices and stuff uh, really has an effect on us i mean as professional hunters living off a off a minimal salary on a day fee um, it's it's never really been market related there are a lot of outfitters out there that really look after their phs and i just want to say a big thank you to you um, for doing that because it's an important part Um, i can't stress enough and this is extremely and this is part of the the package as, as PH journals is concerned, where I'm extremely passionate about is that how important the role is of a professional hunter. It's that, it's that gap between the outfitter and the client. And, and it's such an important gap. So if we lose our professional hunters and we lose the guys that are out there in the front lines, um, making the calls, um, making sure that things are are, are done properly up to standard and sharing experiences with the clients. If we lose that, we are in for a huge, huge misunderstanding as far as our, our, wildlife's concerned as far as our industry is concerned we can pretty much kiss it goodbye and i can't stress this enough and maybe i'm a little bit biased myself because i'm a professional hunter but i'm extremely aware of what's going on in the market. and i believe that that's where the gap is built and that 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 line that middle part is the professional hunter makes or breaks any sort of experience or safari for the overseas clients and that's where it becomes important so it has been an extremely challenging couple of years for professional hunters trying to make ends meet. Uh, obviously 2020, there was no hunting whatsoever. Uh, 2021, the market sort of picked up, but there were a lot of professional hunters out there that weren't quite filling up their books, filling up their dates, um, and not getting the income they've, they've, they've had to sustain themselves. Now you've got to remember that, uh, in 2020, we had the, the, um, the debt relief. So a lot of the banks put debit orders on hold, um, especially for your bonds, your housing, your cars, that sort of stuff. But in 2021, everything sort of went back to normal, except the industry. The industry wasn't generating enough clients uh, to sustain all the PHs. So these costs that incurred on 2020, were carried through to 2021 and um and now these professional hunters had to make ends meet just trying to cover their costs a lot of guys lost houses lost cars um and that sort of stuff so it's it's really been an important couple of years and 2022 i can't stress enough how much more important this is going to be because with the fuel prices the way they are I mean, you can honestly expect a professional hunter walking away from his day fee after everything's been paid, his tracker, um, his car, his fuel, his dog food, everything like that's been paid. He's walking away with less than minimal wage. And and that's the honest truth, guys. And that's the hardest reality Uh, we live in at the moment and again i I could be a little bit biased to what the situation holds but for me personally I've, i've been there and i've seen it and 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 it does make a lot of sense to why we would have we would lose number one a lot of professional hunters and number two the quality of professional hunters because you must remember the quality of professional hunters that we've had in the past have been able to afford, the the good quality professional hunters have been able to afford, you know, the house bonds, the car loans, all that sort of stuff. So they, they're getting lost now because they can't afford it anymore because they aren't filling up their, their calendar. And the riff, I don't want to call them riffraff, but the less experienced, the, uh, the less enthusiastic, enthusiastic pH, uh, the guy that's just out there, just trying to Make a buck here and there. They coming through because they're living on the most simplistic simplistic side of life. So they've they've probably by now paid off their old vehicle that's you know not up to standard. Probably has a few cracks and crivies there and, and, and really just doesn't hold up to standard out of a good um, outfitting business. And unfortunately, these are the guys that are getting the dates now because they're the ones that can live on this simplistic lifestyle, whereas the good professional hunters have had to look elsewhere for extra bit of revenue to cover these costs that they've picked up. So yeah, it's a a bit of a weird situation as far as professional hunting is concerned. And I thought it might be just important to, to highlight these sort of factors, um, for those of you that are listening from overseas that are coming over to south africa keep these sort of things in mind because you know if a professional hunter is going through a bad day it doesn't mean that you know the safari is a mess up it's just nice to have some sort of conversation topics that you guys can talk about and make sure that you give it that personal experience because ultimately it's a relationship between hunter and professional hunter It's 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 a it's a true bond and I said this for some time. If you sit in that vehicle and you're on your way to your shooting range for the first time and you guys haven't asked each other at least one personal question, you guys are doing it for the wrong reasons and you're a little bit scared to make that first step. You know, just find out what the guy does. From a professional hunter's point of view, just find out what he what he's what he does in the states or the in Europe or wherever the case may be, or just even just you know ask him how many kids he's got or something like that. Immediately so you start creating that bond, and the bond is the important part because once you've got a bond, if something if something happens during that hunt, whether it be, and I'm talking external of hunting. Um, you know, you missed the payment or something like that, at least you've got somebody to go back to and just talk and just say, hey, listen, um, Bob or John or whatever, the, whoever it is, uh, I'm just in a little bit of a pickle at the moment. If you guys just mind, you know, we just take a couple of steps back here. Yeah? Um, I just want to sort things out. and And the understanding immediately comes there. And I don't wanna to dwindle too much on this because it's kind of a negative topic, but I do feel it's important that we have these sort of conversations and um, just make people aware of how life is because we're sharing experiences with one another. you sharing your professional hunter's experiences at the moment and he's sharing your experiences in Africa. Yes, everything should be evolved around the clients 110%, but, but everybody's human. And I just think some sort of empathy between the two parties would definitely help a long way in making your safari a successful one. So yeah, from a professional hunter to ask the whole overall question. Sorry, this beer is nice and cold. I don't want to waste it. Um, To ask, what can us professional hunters do to move this industry forward to make sure we're understanding the best we possibly can. And number three, to put our clients first and give them an experience of none other other than just hunting. And I want to touch on the third topic. And it's important to understand that clients nowadays, the overall picture of South Africa, um, I've actually just... seen on social media showing some of the guys that i've i've met and known really good guys they went down to cape town and unfortunately one of them had their phone stolen these sort of incidents happen and i'm constantly saying to professional hunters make sure outfitters as well make sure that your clients feel as safe as possible coming over here not that south africa is dangerous by any means but there are certain areas to avoid in south africa and the only way you're going to know which these areas are is number one either doing your research or number two getting involved with your ph your outfitter and actually having them as some sort of tour guide for you i know there's some there's, there's a lot of tour guides in south africa and stuff but you've built this bond with your ph you've built this bond with your outfitter so organize it through them whether you want to go bungee jumping in the past i've seen a lot of clients do this take their phs with them bungee jumping these guys know they have some sort of idea if they've never been to cape town before they'll always have some sort of idea what areas to avoid, where to go for the sightseeing, what you can do, um, during the day, what's nice and what's not nice. Me personally, I'm a less touristy type of guy, especially when I go overseas. I, I mean, for instance, when we go to the States for the, for the shot shows, um, I don't want to go to all the tourist attractions. I want to do things that the Americans do. I want to embrace myself in their cultures, whether it be the Indian culture um, or different cultures like that. You know, it's also just go and see the hunting environments and different things, you know, and I think vice versa for the clients that are coming over from the u.s they they want to embrace in different cultures they want to understand why the crossers speak the way they speak you know the zulu huts take them to you know down there the north coast of of KwaZulu to the Shaka land you know take them down to the wild coast let them go and see the huts the mud huts that these guys have been building and really embrace them in the true roots of south african history and um Yeah, because I mean, you can go down to Cape Town and go and see Table Mountain, you can go and see Robben Island, you can go and do all those wonderful things, you can go up to Johannesburg, go to Soweto, go do all those, you know, touristy things. Definitely, I, I would recommend doing it at least once in your life. But other than that, the real experience, the real cultures Deeply deeply planted in South Africa. So what you have to do is you've got to scratch you know those those surfaces around go you know and and go and experience those sort of things and f- from a professional hunters point of view this is where you can start making up those fill those diaries if we want to call it that make up take your clients re- you know suggest maybe let's go down to the trans car or Let's go down to uh, the Siska and go and do a bit of fishing, deep sea fishing or something like that. Go and experience those sort of things because it's important. It really, really is important because I feel if clients experience the deeper roots, rooted parts of South Africa, the experience in a whole is really just going to benefit, number one, our industry. Number two, you as a professional hunter. And number three, a beautiful country. Because it is. It's a magnificent country to be a part of. And um, I honestly believe that there are a lot of sections in South Africa that people would not ever get the opportunity to see unless they do it with a local guard or professional hunter or whatever so from a professional hunters point of view guys go out there do a little bit of research check where you can take clients that are safe um but also give them the the five-star experience as far as you know one, one of my big things this year that i'm looking into is is really just Educating people or taking people down more towards the wild coast. I think it's a beautiful part of our country. It's extremely rural, and it just holds a very, very unique part in South African history. Um, it's it's a, it's a beautiful place. It really is. The fishing's good. Uh, there's a lot of game down there. Unfortunately, um, being public land, you have to inquire a lot of. Um, permits and stuff like that to go and hunt there, but it is—it's a tremendous part of the the coastline that that almost seems kind of untouched. And these sort of these sort of things really need to be exploited and, and sh- shared with the rest of the world. So that's something I'm looking into um, because, like I said, we can always just go down and do the k-town experiences, you know, do the wine tours and the garden routes. Um, but i want to dig deep down more Uh, i I think uh, with the clients that are coming out this year have more of an understanding of what tourist attractions are like in south africa so to take them out to a different part to a rural area um, and let them experience that is just something uh, really really unique and i highly recommend they do it at least once um, in any one of their south african trips so yeah and uh you know, that's, that's where things get interesting, you know? So yeah, guys, from, from that side of things, I think it's, it's extremely important to make sure that you as a professional hunter is considering moving forward with the times because it's, it's incredibly important. And I think it's not only important for you as an individual, but you represent an industry full of professional hunters that probably about 70% of us are extremely passionate about what we do. So represent us with the best possible knowledge and the best way you possibly can. And everything sort of kind of falls into place. So yeah, um, I honestly think from answering that sort of question, um, from both sides, is extremely important so you know there's a client coming out understand that this professional hunter of yours that you got here might have some underlying issues that you guys just need to chat about and i'm i know in a seven day safari it's not fair on anyone but this it, it is different circumstances and getting to know one another from a personal aspect, you create a relationship, you create a bond and something that you can take forward for for the rest of your life. So from a client side, from a professional hunter side, guys, I really highly recommend you getting more involved in the touristy side of things, you know, the guided side of things, you know, taking guys on guided trips. Um, You know, we were up in Limpopo, I can't remember the place, uh, has like a little jurassic park feel to it but the locals it's a local hangout and it's really off the beaten track um it's deep in the lapopo um there's just a whole bunch of gang farmers around but <clears throat> it's where the locals go to chaos to to have a good time and and have a party yes, in a sense and uh we took clients there the one day and they had the best time yeah, because they embraced in 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 culture, they embraced. There were a lot of afrikaans people there. They embraced that. They 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 took it on, and and I take my hat off to the guys at that pub that day. They honestly welcomed these foreigners in, uh, these American people in, with open arms, and they honestly gave them the best sort of time they possibly can. Because you 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 as a professional, well when you take guests out to these sort of things, you always in the back of your mind. You always have that, but it could go this way. And honestly speaking, yes, I can't remember the name. Was it in or, um, yes, I can't remember it had, it had a beautiful, uh, train for the kids. Um, they had smokers in the back. The food was out of this world, but, on top of all of that the people were unbelievable the people were welcoming we had such a great time <laughs> we actually went there for lunch and we were hunting uh i can't remember what we were hunting i think we were hunting like civets or or, or, or uh or servo, brown hyena that day um and we were we were meant to be at the bait site probably at about six o'clock that night. And we actually just gave it a skip because we we're having such a great time there. And when the clans left that place, <clears throat> I'll never forget the wife saying to me that she honestly wishes she had more experiences like that, embracing in different people's cultures and hoping that and, and gave her a better understanding of the perspective of us South Africans, which was number one, a really proud moment for me because these guys had welcomed these people in with open arms, um, you know, buying them drinks and just really just sharing the full experience, what it means to be an Afrikaner or a host, the South African host, the guest, you're a guest in our country. And yeah, I felt very, very privileged at that point. Um, and I was very, very proud with the way people handled handled certain things and yeah. And memory will stick with me for a very, very long time. But those are those kind of experiences that I'm I'm pretty much talking about. So yeah guys, it's um it's a it's a very um it's a broad topic it really is a broad topic to chat about and there's so many cool ideas out there that you can do and uh, you know this is this is the reason why I haven't brought a guest on to chat about this sort of topic because you could probably speak about this for hours and hours and hours on end because everybody's going to have a different perspective on, on what you know experiences are but really um honestly the the clientels you deal with really just want to experience i mean you're going to get guys that are coming out that want the five-star experience you got you got guys coming out that want the backcountry stuff um and then you've got guys that just want to rural it you know they want to rough and tough it as much as they possibly can and and have the best possible time they c- they can you know and at the end of the day the bigger picture is not about coming out here and shooting as many animals as you possibly can because once South Africa is in your blood, you're going to keep coming back over and over and over again. And the reason for that is, is that share as many experiences as you can now, so that when you keep coming back, you don't burn yourself out. Um, Pat, my good friend, he, uh, he often used to say to me, he said, well, what I going to come back to, to hunt for? You know, like, I just want to come back and go and put my feet in the sand and, um, do what you guys do on a daily basis, which was always, always something that, you know, I kind of thought of as like, I, 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 really raised my eyebrows at it. Um, but in the same breath to take yourself out of being a resident here and put yourself in their shoes and have a look at it from their perspective, um, your whole world changes because, you know, you, you think things differently and you do things differently as well. And it's, you know, that's something that you learn with time. Um, but yeah, that's why platforms like this for me to share this sort of stuff with you guys is becoming more and more important. So yeah, <clears throat> guys from that's from professional hunters point of view. Um, I really, those of you that are listening. F- from this and, and considering coming out to South Africa now has never been a better time. We've had a lot of rain, um, truly, we have, um, especially in the Eastern Cape. I know Port Elizabeth struggling a little bit, but elsewhere, all over South Africa, the, the rain has been exceptional. The animal qualities out of this world, um, you know, the political climate it's, it's, it's crazy all over the world. I mean, Joe Biden's not doing any better than any other leader, you know, um, so yeah, where, where we stand from a political basis, it might be a little bit of a rocky road, but as far as taking away from any of your experiences that you would have yeah, I highly doubt that, and that's why I I encourage you guys to come out here and, and and enjoy this wonderful, beautiful country of ours, and like I said, once you come once, you, you're constantly going to keep coming back, and that's the beauty of it that that really is because you know when you get here when you land in johannesburg or cape town wherever it may be you honestly feel like you need to absorb everything as much as possible you know like you're taking out your camera taking photos of of, of everything of, of the food of the, the signs or whatever the case may be and, and it's a wonderful thing but just understand you're going to keep coming back and and <laughs> For somebody that's been in the industry for 12 years, I see it more often than not that people keep coming back to South Africa, whether it be for safari or just a holiday. Um, it really is. It's a very, very special place to be a part of. So, yeah, that's that's where we stand. Um, in the Ukraine, uh, I was actually asked the other day by a British guy um, the Ukraine wars had absolutely no effect on us. Um, as far as the travel arrangements are concerned, I think everything's pretty much, uh, basic. It's still the same. Um, there's not too much effect this side as of yet, which is a great thing. Um, so don't, 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 don't cancel your safaris guys come out relax have a good couple of days here in south africa the beautiful sunny south africa the sun has been shining a hell of a lot our thunderstorms are back so that's a spectacular scenery to see um and yeah just everything just seems to keep adding up and You know if you if you don't want to come out here on a hunting safari come out here on you know guided safaris photographic safaris whatever the case may be it's beautiful it really is it's it's truly truly beautiful and um yeah i just can't wait to to see as many people come out and, and share this you know share this experience with you guys so those of you that have booked your trips thank you so much uh for still holding faith in the in the dark continent um And I have no doubt you guys are gonna have a great time and uh, Please share share some of those those trips uh, with us Send us a couple of pictures and stuff. Maybe we'll feature you guys in the PH journals Instagram page or Facebook page Um, but yeah, guys well I'm about to go and crack open my second beer And Basically these topics uh, on the podcast, if I don't have a guest, are just something I believe that's important to discuss. And I hope it adds some sort of value if you are planning to come over and enjoy a South African safari. Um, because I just want to give back as much knowledge as i possibly gained, some advice, um, whatever the case may be. So yeah, if you are if you have downloaded this, I, I truly honestly it means the world to me. Um if you are watching this on YouTube, guys, please hit the subscribe button, turn on the notifications, and if you really enjoyed this episode, drop a thumbs up. Um every little bit helps, every share, every like, every comment, um on the social media side of things, especially if you're trying to get your name out there every little bit helps and I, I highly encourage you to do that for your own professional hunter if you're coming out um or if you've got your own page just try and promote it as much as possible and, and let us know where we can where we can do our little bit for you guys so yeah i always want to give back and uh, uh, honestly i feel that's probably going to be the best way is if we can just share and um, enjoy each other's content well guys once again just a huge reminder Classmaster agricultural they'll be holding a a hunting auction as well as like a farmer's market thing at large school hunt i've been fortunate enough to be invited there from the ph journal side of things as well as having my little store there my ph toolbox um so i'm looking forward to that one so if you are in the area guys please pop along and come say how's it um come ask a couple of questions or if you just want to have a look around we're gonna have a couple of great things over there of course treason will be heavily involved which i'm excited about so yeah uh if you are in the area it would love be lovely to see you guys down there well that's it for me um just thank you to everybody that supported me and um yeah we'll take it forward until next week uh we will hopefully have another guest on the show um we'll chat to you guys soon until then if you are happy hunting stay safe stay blessed stay humble chat you guys soon cheers